Hello and welcome. You're tuned into the Embodied Astrology Taurus Season Horoscopes for April 19th through May 20th, 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an astrologer, an artist, and a somatic intuitive. I think astrology is a great tool for clarifying purpose and process, and I hope you enjoy these horoscopes and find them helpful. I recommend that you listen to the horoscope for your sun and your rising sign, as each will contain different information you might find relevant. If you don't know what your signs are, you can get a free chart on embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. For more insight into the current astrology and month ahead, listen to A Great Mutation, the Embodied Astrology podcast for Taurus season. You can find that episode linked in the show notes. For day-to-day astrological guidance, check out my extended forecasts and month ahead calendar where I give you daily creative, meditative, and embodied prompts for working with planetary aspects and lunar cycles. Subscriptions to the Month Ahead offerings are available by donation at any amount. If this work is helpful for you, the best way to support it is to share it with your friends and through your networks and to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcasts. Your one-time and recurring financial donations are also so appreciated and essential in sustaining the production of this work. All of this month's horoscopes begin with the same embodiment practice. Please come back to this practice often throughout the month for maximum benefit and positive effect. At the end of this practice, I'll give you specific applications for your sign and other recommendations for moving through Taurus season. Just begin by noticing that you're breathing. Notice how each breath is different. Feel the quality of your inhalations and your exhalations. You might remember for a moment that your lungs are big, voluminous organs. They take up space all the way through your chest. And so when you breathe, you can move your breath into the front and the back and the sides. And your lungs go all the way down, almost to the height of your belly button in the back. And then feel your skin. Bring your attention to the outer layer of your skin. And just notice for a second what it feels like across the surface of your skin, where you come into contact with air, with temperature, with texture. Bring your attention just to one part of your body. It doesn't matter which part. And try and feel inwards What does it feel like to be inside of your skin right now? Can you notice? Let your awareness change from this location to another. Sensing your skin, sensing the space inside of your skin. Feel the movement of your breath your inhalations and your exhalations. 
try and sense your whole body at once. You feel all the way around your body. And what does it really feel like to be in your body? Not the language of how you would describe it, but the actual sensation that's happening right here, right now. Can you just be with what it is to be? Here in your breath, here in your body. All right, Libra. So that embodiment meditation is a good one for any place, any time. I think it's pretty helpful, especially these days. Um, that particular kind of awareness, though, will serve you really well in um, some pretty important places in your life. And these places have to do with intense feelings. So the language of astrology is a big language. It's a symbolic language. So I'm going to just kind of riff for a minute and talk about various circumstances or themes that might be coming up, coming into awareness over the course of this um, season. And as I talk about these themes and um, representations, I want to say first that this part of your chart is getting radicalized right now. It's getting really shaken up. And so there's a lot of energy for these themes to come up in, and that doesn't just have to do with Taurus season. This is part of a, a much longer experience um, that will last uh, at least for the next five or six years, where you are being asked to do things differently and um, shake things up and awaken and become more insightful, and also maybe pioneer something, um, do things new, be a person who's a little bit of a trendsetter, and that could be in a very small way way and one one relationship with one person that you're the person to do something new or it could be in a really um, big way that this is something that you're bringing into a larger kind of space so what is this place in your chart so this is a place in the chart that deals with the subterranean experience what is underground what's underneath in terms of our emotional awareness these kinds of emotions are sticky, they're thick, they're complex, they can't really easily be explained, and they're really hard to talk about because they're often entwined and entangled with a lot of other feelings. Um, and the feelings that they become entangled with are often feelings that we want to hide from. So shame, jealousy, insecurity, um, places where we get kind of like caught up in our relationships. So there's, you know, what's happening on the surface of a relationship, how we are talking to um, other people and the kinds of agreements that are kind of explicit or that we um, make consciously. But then there's the stuff that's happening below the surface, feelings that we're having that are really hard to talk about or that we might be scared to express or feelings that we're having that you know maybe we know that they're like quote unquote wrong and um, that doesn't stop us from having those feelings anyway uh, another area that this chart speaks to is the area of debts and inheritances and so the way that energy is passed between people and then becomes a kind of entanglement so where we receive something and we feel, you know, potentially both the gift and the burden of what it is that we've received or where um, we, we get saddled with a kind of debt and that could be a financial debt, but it could also be an emotional debt, um, something that happened that was a, a trauma and, you know, we kind of like 
are asked to do some repair work for something that maybe wasn't even ours to begin with. Um, I often think of this part of the chart as the altar. It's where we come to make sacrifice and it's where we are coming into contact with um, death energy and what's unknown. And it can be a really kind of scary place and it can also be an intensely creative and erotic and energizing place. Um, the last theme of this of this place in, in the chart specifically has to do with money and resources and the ways that money and resources are shared. And so this goes along with debts and inheritances. Um, but specifically, I'm going to talk about money and resources being shared, um, you know, between partners, between family, friends, whatever, um, even, you know, if you give to charities or something like that. We want to think about where energy gets shared and where it's passed between people and how the energy that's being exchanged um, can become corded. So there can be conditions wrapped up around that energy. Um, there can be responsibilities, obligations, etc. So this is the part of your chart that's being illuminated over the course of the next 30 days. And uh, over these next 30 days, you are becoming more and more aware, I think, of changes that need to be made. So you might find that you are really done with certain ways of being that have been more implicit and um, you know not part of an obvious contractual agreement and you feel like, okay, I really need to shift something that's fundamental energetically. Or you might be feeling like, oh my God, you know, I've got like all this money and the world is falling apart right now and I need to like do something different with my money and so I'm going to have to work with my money attachments or you might have no money and you're going, oh my God, like I'm so dependent on who knows who, right? Like, but I, there's a like a neediness or a feeling of insecurity. So we're talking about really deep, deep feelings, right? That bring us into more subtle kinds of agreements in our relationships and then how those relationships are shaped around these agreements. And you are ready to revamp. You're ready to do something new. You're ready to awaken to old patterns and shift them. Um, this is a, a really important theme to bring in for the new moon. Uh, so we have a new moon on April 22nd, and the new moon is always a good time for subjective awareness when the the sun and the moon both come together in the same sign. And this is a great time to plant uh, the seed of an intention to kind of think about how you want to move into this, this new phase or what you want to cultivate for yourself in the upcoming months. So think about the more subliminal um, underlying um, exchanges that you're involved with and that involve you and how you want to grow within those exchanges, how you want to do things differently, how you want to radicalize. And this kind of radicalization um, is part of a, a, a longer um, uh, period or, or phase that you've been in that is also going under uh, excuse me, also undergoing some profound shifts as we move through Taurus season because three planets will be stationing retrograde in this part of your chart. So over the last decade or so, you have been moving through, I think, some, some very important kind of foundational work that has to do with core ideas about who you are and where you come from, what kind of person you are in the world because of how you've come up right? Like who your people are, what kinds of ideas or cultures you belong to, who you belong with, um, who claims you and what you claim. So we could be specifically talking about family, home, um, in, in, 
immediate environment or relationship, but also how you ground yourself, how you root yourself, a, a kind of core foundational element to your identity. Now you've been working through some very, very deep layers and I think clearing out a lot and clarifying for yourself what you stand for. Now, as we move through Taurus season, this clarity wants to manifest in different ways of relating with people on subliminal layers, how you're doing exchanges. And you may find that you have another layer of work to do, another layer of awareness to bring to some foundational issues or deconditioning to do around those issues. So for example, if you're like, I wanna learn how to share my resources in a different way, then you might need to do some clearing work around some early programming that you got from your parents and their relationship to resources and or to sharing. That would be one example. It's definitely not the only one. Um, some people might really be working through some thick stuff in uh, very foundational primary relationships. Some people really might be working through some um, heavy and intense experiences with families, potentially um, with some, some significant changes or endings in relationships. So the message that I'm getting in the Libra chart is that there's a lot that's moving for you on these deep foundational layers and that the end kind of purpose, um, what we hope for is that you come out of this period of time feeling less encumbered, less entangled, and more conscious and free with your energy and how you want to be using your energy on the planet. Um, in very conscious, awake, and aware ways. So we don't want you feeling like you're doing things because you're obligated or you have to, or this is what's expected of you. We wanna feel that you are acting from your own volition, really listening to your own voice, to your own desires, and conscious of what they are and how they manifest. There is one other retrograde that's beginning on May 12th. This is Venus's retrograde um, that extends through the end of June. Venus is retrograde in Gemini for about 43 days. And for all of us, this is an opportunity to bring a lot more awareness to our communications and relationships. So how we connect with others, the values that we have around connecting with others and how our value systems come into play through our communications and the ways that we um, take people for granted or don't, ways we take ourselves for granted or don't. Um, there's particular message here that you can learn a lot from your friends right now and that you can learn a lot from being equal with your friends. If you're the type of person who really appreciates hierarchies or set definitions of who has what role in this and that, I want to encourage you to disrupt that right now and consider yourself on equal level with everybody. It doesn't matter if they're two years old or 102 years old. Um, your youngers and your elders have something to teach you. Someone who's super experienced and very unexperienced has something to teach you. Everybody is coming with an important perspective and you want to be open and open-minded to people and to their perspectives. The last thing I want to say is that the full moon on uh, May 7th is um, illuminating your house of finances and resources, self-worth and values. So I talked a lot about the ways that you share resources and that your values might bring you into entanglement with other people. And this full moon is asking you to reflect on your own state. How do you value yourself? What do you have? What do you know that uh, is available for your sustenance um, and to come into awareness of your relationship to values, self-esteem. Um, there may be some important considerations right now around your financial status that you want to be thinking of 
in general, the sense that I get is that when it's coming to finances, when it's coming to resources, you really need to be working with the deeper emotions around them rather than just the numbers or the data. Okay, so I'll leave it there for now. I hope that this horoscope will be helpful for you. If you're interested in working more deeply with embodied astrology and this month's lunar cycles, please join me for my lunar attunement rituals at the new and the full moons. These rituals combine deep embodiment practices and guided journeying with creative writing and drawing. You'll also learn about astrology as we work with the charts of the new and the full moons, and there's always a bit of time for meeting new people and conversation and connection. The live online events are on April 22nd for the new moon and May 7th for the full moon, and the recorded rituals are available for the two weeks following the live date. Registration is available at a fully sliding scale, and 100% of the proceeds are given to communities hardest hit by the coronavirus pandemic. This month, the proceeds of both rituals will be given to Seeding Sovereignty's Rapid Response Initiative for Indigenous Communities in New Mexico, where the health and economic impacts of COVID-19 are some of the most devastating in the country. Find more information and registration at embodiedastrology.com in the live events section. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I am sincerely wishing you all the best through Taurus season and beyond.